Hello all and welcome back to Popular Apocrypha, uh, the show where we take characters and do what we want because we can and nobody told us not to. I'm Nick. I'm Riley. I'm Tyler. And uh, this week we're talking about my boy, Mike Wazowski. And Tyler is hey, still Nick. in North Carolina. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Let's get some more enthusiasm. It's Popular Apocrypha. Today I mean, we're talking sound... about Mike Wazowski. <laughs> you don't have to sound Mike like Wazowski. That's what I'm shooting for, is Mr. Savage. Mr. Mr. Savage himself. Welcome to the Savage Cast, uh, oh. a fan cast about Mike Wazowski. We've never made that joke. I think we made it last time we recorded. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> well, if you have nothing else to critique me on, Tyler, I think we'll just jump right into this. I'll hold off. You're going to hold off? <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, sweet. So, Welcome back to it. I don't know if we will. So today we're talking about Mike Wazowski, the, uh, I need you to help me pronounce this word, Deuteragonist. Yeah. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, secondary protagonist. Yes, of uh, Monsters Inc. and then the Deuteronomy. Protagonist. Deuteronomy. Yes, Deuteronomy. Eurogonist. Wait, he's that's Moses. Not it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he and the Ten oh. Commandments scared children for a while. Uh, well, that's accurate. Uh, uh, <laughs> they <still> scared children. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, uh, let's. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Mike is also the secondary out. protagonist of Monsters Inc. and the protagonist of the prequel Monsters University. Uh, he's the small lime green sphere man with a single large eye, uh, two small horns, thin arms, and legs. Um, he works alongside his best friend Sully at Monsters Inc., scaring children to produce power for the city. They don't really explain exactly what all they're they're creating power for, but we know that it powers the city at least. Uh, probably the nation. The nation. Yeah. The world. The entire world is the is powered by this one. World. Actually, just Mike's apartment. Just Mike. <laughs> <laughs> they they go off the grid. Dude, with the amount of, of power we pull at my apartment, it wouldn't surprise me if that's how it works. It's freaking ridiculous. You also forgot to mention his sparkling personality. Uh, well, uh, we're getting there, my guy. He works alongside Sully, creating the screams to power the city with his enemies against his enemies, Randall Boggs, and his boss, Mr. Waternoose. And I think all of us know what it's like to have an enemy in our boss. Um. So he is the boyfriend of Celia May. The receptionist of Monsters, Inc., uh, and is constantly being watched by his boss, Roz, um, the s- slug woman, for lack of a better term. Who, always uh, watching. <laughs> yep, exactly, who was always watching. He, he appears in multiple little shorts uh, alongside those movies. One is uh, Mike's new car, in which he gets a new car and slowly proceeds to break the whole thing. Uh, and the other one is Party Central, where he and Mike, or he and Sully, excuse me, show up to their old uh, fraternity back at Monsters University and proceed to throw a party uh, with all the nerds. Mike is known for being uh, witty, quick, uh, and very bubbly, for lack of a better term, Um, always seeing the bright side of things. Um, One great example is when he's uh, on the cover of, I think it's Monsters Weekly, the magazine in the city, alongside Sully, uh, but the barcode on the cover of the magazine is covering his eye. Uh, at first, he's bummed about being covered, but he's just stoked that he's actually made it onto the magazine itself. Um, he has a lot of these little interactions throughout the movies where he takes a bad situation and looks at the bright side. Um, starting in what well, happens a lot in Monsters, Inc., and is shown that it's happened since he was a little kid through Monsters University. You know, Mike's just a he's just a great character for a lot of reasons. One, he's he was originally not supposed to be in the movies at all, but that changed because they decided they wanted a, a a supporting character to help Sully along. Um, and Mike Wazowski became one of the more loved characters of the movie. Um, there are a lot of little little trivia bits that um, 
we could go over here. Uh, unfortunately, there's not a ton on like the background of Mike without just going through the whole plot of Monsters University. Um, we know that he was a, a shy kid. We know that he was kind of one of the nerds in co college, for lack of a better term, um, but managed to make it out and become uh, the number, work alongside the number one scare uh, in Monsters, Inc., um, so with his drive, passion, and personality, uh, Mike overcomes, which is which is a pretty neat story for the kiddos. Mike overcomes. Yeah. So here's my psychoanalysis of Mike Wazowski in in a minute or less. I would oh say boy. from watching Monsters University and Monsters Inc. that Mike has a um, a uh, I'm not sure if complex is quite the right word. That might be a little bit too severe, but a uh, a strong regard for a positive regard for authority figures overall. While he doesn't always get along perfectly in fulfilling expectations, such as with his boss Roz, he does uh, always generally want to follow the rules, the guidelines, whatever's the expected status quo. So I would say that overall his uh, position toward the um, the hierarchical structure within which he lives is generally one that he views as being worthy of, of being upheld. Um, and we see that in his interactions with Boo, the, the human child in Monsters, Inc. And again, as Nick mentioned, with Monsters University in terms of his uh, commitment to uh, following the rules, following the guidelines, not really breaking out of his shell except in later you know more character developing parts of the film so you're just saying he's anal retentive <laughs> i mean he kind of looks like he might be something that you stick never mind stop, stop. stop. oh my god no. <laughs> okay so uh while while i agree with your analysis uh okay, i like something you'd stick up your anus no, golly, man. I, look, I'm just trying to figure out what part you're agreeing with. I was agreeing with the fact that he believes in the structures set up around him and doesn't want to do anything more than that, that he, he doesn't really want to push those boundaries. The status um, quo. <clears throat> right, but what I think, I, I foresee two in-universe routes that I would like to take Mr. Wazowski. Okay. These are, my, these are my two pitches. Either we go about making Mike the top scare uh -huh. and what that would take to make him the most scary monster on the scare floor uh -huh. instead of the the support he's the actual scare mm -hmm. or we go the route that mike is still the support but we've already seen that these monsters don't understand the difference between a human in a costume right and another monster uh -huh. with boo so mike is just a uh maybe like a stargate person or like a top secret government worker right. that got trapped inside the monster world and is now doing like field analysis in the monster world but gets a job finds a best friend like has this secret double life uh -huh. and everyone who's watching the movie can see that mike is clearly a human in a monster costume <laughs> but no other monster can see it yeah uh, so those are my those are my two pitches i i don't know which i like more I think uh, both would be entertaining. I really like where you're going with the the. It's a human in a monster costume. <laughs> I want to tack onto that a little bit. What if the like? What if a a section of the like human government and monster government are like like investigating each other? So what if Mike Wazowski, <laughs> actual Mike Wazowski, is in the human world like? pretending to be a human and what if mike wazowski that we see in the films is what you said is like a human pretending to be a monster we could <laughs> are you are you suggesting a parent trap situation I, i'm suggesting a parent <laughs> trap yes <Parent. laughs> okay where where uh 
the monsters send Mike through the portal at the exact same time the humans send their Mike through the portal, and they think they've gotten the other one back. Yes. And no one knows the difference. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> um, I, Why didn't you go through the portal? <laughs> I did. I, I did go through the portal. <laughs> yeah. uh, they, they just both assume that it was a failed experiment because both come out immediately after they send them through. Right, right. Um, I, I mean, mean, it's like the multiverse could... thing, right? Where like similar things are happening in different like versions, like parallel universes, right? So I I think it makes sense. We, I, I'd be down. My only concern would be we would have to do away with the... Uh, okay? Yeah, I'm burping a lot. Okay. Oh, gosh. Uh by the way, I never used to like uh, sparkly water. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was kind of dumb. If, mm-hmm. It's like if I'm going to drink sparkly or like carbonated things, I'm going to go full bore and just yeah. make it either really bad for me or super sugary. We're gonna, yeah, dive right? in head first. But uh, my wife bought these uh, really awesome uh, blackberry flavored sparkly waters. And whoa, I am hooked. But man, do they make me burpy. Uh, we are sponsored by Bubbly. We are week. not sponsored by uh, Bubbly. Go out and buy you some Bubbly. Hey, Bubbly, no. if you, uh, you want to DM me. Yeah, thanks for uh, the sponsorship, Riley. Uh, Bubbly, you make very delicious tasting sparkly water. Uh, if you want to sponsor us, that's fine. And they're super easy to shotgun, too, if you really <laughs> want to get some sparkly water down real fast. <laughs> if you're real thirsty. That's yeah. the marketing that Bubbly really wants. Is <laughs> yeah. rather, you know, forget their partnership with Michael Buble. Throw that yeah. out the window. Instead, no, no, no. Nick Bates can tell you how to shotgun a bubble. They want podcast get... hosts shotgunning their sparkly water. If you want to get hydrated really fast, <laughs> you can shotgun a bubble. Man, I'm real thirsty. Oh, boy. Shotguns. <laughs> now, bubbly, he- hear me out here. You need to put some electrolytes in those bad boys so that you can shotgun them instead of drinking Gatorade. Oh. And now see what's see, going on. Just these major league yeah. sports people. Anyway, we're, we're off track. We're off track. <laughs> Um, Inside of the football field, <laughs> a guy <laughs> shotguns. And you watch Troy Palomanu just slamming, <laughs> slamming bubblies. <laughs> and instead of dumping Gatorade over their coach's head, they dump out the containers of bubbly and give the coach a concussion. Yeah, they just okay. throw the cans at him. New pitch. Um, uh-huh. New pitch. Oh, wait, oh, no, I was gonna say something. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. This okay. is about our sponsor, Bubbly. I think we need to talk stop. About We're more. going back to Mike. <laughs> so my only other my concern was that the all the monsters are one hundred percent not okay with like any humans touching them so we would have to like How racist remove well they think they're diseased or something i don't it's co- don't code 2319 but uh you know we we would have to do away with that fear of mike interacting with humans like he's literally living in the human world i mean i guess when the monsters go visit the kids they're not super concerned unless the kids touch the monsters right but uh-huh. I right i mean i'm imagining what if mike in the human world he uh maybe maybe when he enters he's not in a costume but in order to you know fit in in the human world he's gonna also have to fashion some kind of uh disguise and so the the top of it be an inflatable tube man oh i was thinking it's literally just like it's like uh octo dad where it's literally he just puts on a suit and that's it that's like the whole thing (laughs) but people are like people treat him as if he's human i mean if the human is gonna put on a monster suit that Boo is kind of wearing. I kind of like that Mike would wear just like a business suit and that yeah. would be his like disguise. That's but right. also I kind of like if it's like Mike's lower half or like Mike's body is the lower half of the human. And then they just put on like a inflatable sumo suit on top where it's just like an inflatable <laughs> like person that kind of just is strapped on. So as he walks the like the inflatable part drags behind him a little bit. Okay. That, that is pretty great. <laughs> arms, and then the arms flail behind. Yeah. Like, and then <laughs> every time him. he's like, Every time there's silence in the movie, it's comedic silence because all you can hear is the 
wind turbine, the battery powered wind turbine. The whirring of that fan. So to set all this up, there would have to be shots. Like if this is a film, there would have to be shots showing like side by side or like one after the other shots of like the like you know the human government with with fake mike and then the monster government with real mike doing like right. testing right they would have to do some kind of testing to see right. what would actually work so i'm imagining that what riley's describing would be a like a test that they try to see if this would like be enough but then they ultimately end up scrapping and then he just puts on a suit that's what that's okay. what my vote yeah. would be i like the idea that both of them are just awkward enough that they can get away with this on the other side <laughs> Like they just assume it's Mike. Yeah, they assume they assume that like the secret agent Mike came back and he's just as awkward as ever. This is <laughs> this is a Prince and the Popper situation, but so much funnier. Um, can it <laughs> because be the neither case, party knows? Can it what? be the case that uh, that? So I'm imagining that if this if we set this into the Monsters Inc. timeline, this would be like after after monsters inc so the monsters now view humans as like more you know more positive they're still not they're still wary of them but they they're not like super scared of them or like you know it's not 2319 and it's not using them for screams it's now for laughter you know all of that it's after all of that and so it's now it's now all about like okay what what can we learn from them and but also like what if boo is now like like maybe 13 but remembers what happened and maybe she's trying to go back and uh and find sully and sully tells her like like communicates with her like talks to her when she gets there somehow and says mike's gone because he doesn't know where mike is so boo and sully have to go find mike in the human world that 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 could be a wonderful sequel i would watch that i would 100 watch that I would also watch that. Uh, at Disney. Um. <laughs> no, hit us up if you want cool ideas for sequels. <laughs> I'm just, um, I'm, I'm imagining like, like, you know, it starts off in the movie with like these like spy shots, right? Like it's like uh, secretive surveillance, like the, the different quote unquote Mike Wazowski's being trained for their missions. Because like yeah. the one government is vaguely aware of the other one, right? And so they're doing mm-hmm. this spy mission to investigate them. And um, the humans are doing it a bit more out of fear. And the monsters are doing it a bit more as like a scientific exploration. So Mike is there to like take notes and like, like uh, collect like data. One, so one way cold war. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially is what it's it exactly. well, it also kind of sounded to me like uh, the movie Get Smart with. Um, yes. I almost said Michael, Sm- Michael Scott. It's Michael on... Scott. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's the actor's name? Come on, you gotta help oh, me here. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, Steve Carell. Steve, yep, Steve Carell. Yeah. 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 And yeah, so, yeah. like, you think the entire movie, like, clearly this dude has no idea what he's doing, isn't capable of handling this, and then at the end, he totally wins. Yeah. Well, and it's it's also Mike Wazowski is taking like like almost Yelp review travel blog notes, <laughs> like, oh, the humans do this, and it's so like he's like writing a travel blog, but then the human in the monster world is like like weaknesses and yeah, like right. like weapon tactics yeah, and yeah. like what if they invade and so the human is like super serious and super terrified the whole time and mike is just terrified because he's mike and just everything scares well, him well i don't know about but, terrified as much as just like incredibly anxious the entire time yeah yeah just, super just anxious nervous the yeah. whole time it's like going to a foreign country and not speaking the language and uh, you're like Dude, I hardly speak the language in our country. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. What's it like living your life, Nick? I'm just kidding. Every day is a confusing blur. <laughs> but so so you were suggesting that this happens after the Monsters University and Monsters Inc. movies. So are right. we not wanting to change Mike's upbringing or background at all? I mean, 
I think I think let's return to that once we keep going on this a little bit, maybe. Okay, because I want him to have three eyes instead of one. <gasps> uh, oh, I We're don't know. We'll talk about now? it. I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what about? He's what too about, classic of a character. What he about? Is. You know, he has those really thin arms and really thin legs. What if he has like really massive thighs and really tiny, tiny, tiny arms, like T Rex arms? Like the opposite mm. of skipping leg day. Yeah. Or he's he got a massive like eyeball body and skinny appendages. So now he has massive appendages and a skinny stick body. Oh, that'd be I weird. I hate this. Let's oh, move on. Oh. I'm so confused as to what's going on. <laughs> okay, so to finish up my pitch of, of this, this movie. So mm-hmm. the two mics switch places. The governments mm-hmm. are like, wow, that was fast. Maybe time works differently. Uh, or, or maybe it was like a failed experiment or whatever. Like, welcome back. You're here. And they, they go off and they're there to investigate. And um, I'm imagining like the hu- the human mic, the not the, the fake mic, is there uh-huh. and like is like terrified, like Riley was saying, cataloging like, oh no, they have these weapons and the monsters, they like these claws and these like things that shoot out of their backs and like all all kinds of things can turn invisible, whatever. Um, but then like, what if Sully like finds out that this isn't really Mike? Mm-hmm. And um, well, I mean, because Sully was able to see that Boo was a exactly. human. Exactly. He was the only one that was able to see it. So yeah. he's like, wait a like, minute. I've seen this before. In a tracksuit, like, yeah. for lack of a better term. Yeah. So what if what if Sully like knocks this guy out or, or like like accidentally, like they're like in Mike's apartment or like in Sully's apartment and fake Mike is there and uh, something happens that is like comedically Sully accidentally knocks Mike out and be, in doing so takes off of takes off like the helmet and discovers that it's a human and well, then my, in the and, movie the the monsters seem to be able to take just like crazy blunt force trauma with no problems yeah. right like when, like the scene where uh boo is hitting randall with the right with right the bat and he's changing color <laughs> like your average human after a couple whacks would be out yeah out, totally out even even from a kid honestly like it yeah, wouldn't oh, take yeah. that much um, a wooden baseball bat like that yeah no way but sully is just thinking oh this this isn't Mike. I just need to find Mike and, and you know, switch them back to who yeah, they right. ought to be. So then Sully is about it. off like, oh, into weird. the human world, has to enlist the help of Boo to find out where to go to find the real Mike in Washington, D.C. or whatever. And yeah. or like in like a government complex. Um, and uh, and they are like like Sully's constantly carrying this unconscious human Mike Wazowski over his shoulder the entire time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> This is this is a Prince and the Popper hey, parent I, trap meets Cory in the house situation. Hey, hey I found That's this. The goal. I brought it back to you. <laughs> Just looking for mine now. <laughs> I'd like to make a return. This also, is not like, the mic I ordered. Do you think going through the portal and on the other side, seeing everybody waiting there, like waiting for you, you think you wig out? I would lose my lose my stuff if I went through the portal thinking like, okay, I'll come out on the other side. Like it'll just be me for a little bit. I can get my bearings. And you pop through on the other side, and there's a bunch of scientists and I agents mean, around you. I it's would. It's Mike Wazowski. It's Billy Crystal. He's just that's, gonna play yeah, it that's off. True. Like he's gonna be like, hey, or, I don't know. Like he, he so, pl- somehow guns, he would play it yeah, off right. with finger guns. Is the obviously. fake? Is the fake mic and the and the real mic just similar enough? Is the real mic played by Billy Crystal as well? Oh yes, yes. <laughs> like and looks like Billy Crystal. <laughs> Perfect. That's what I was. Uh, a little on the nose there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I also like the idea that that everyone's okay with them apparently not st- like stepping out of costume. Yeah, not taking off their yeah, suits. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I, I I'd like to think that you know Mike uh like has his suit on like his like human suit like the the one that's like you know just like a business suit. 
And when he oh, shows yeah. up for whatever reason, just like just like Octodad, they just see him like as if he's the human Mike Wazowski, the the the, the fake Mike. Yeah. Uh, like out of not all as humans if he suits. wasn't in a suit. So I was to say, like, didn't you go through in a costume? No, <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Yeah. Well, if he comes out in the suit, they'll just they'll they'll be like, "Whoa, the portal ripped your costume off." Yeah, right. And both sides think the same thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I totally did. <laughs> God, my costume—it's out there somewhere. <laughs> Crazy. I okay. <laughs> This has gone so far deep that I we can't turn back now. I would I would actually watch this movie. I'm serious. <laughs> like this would be amazing. It would it, it sounds to me like it would be just enough uncomfortable awkward to be funny. Yeah. But not quite to the point where it's like 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 the office uncomfortable. Right. Is the is the climax of the movie that uh real Randall and fake human version of Randall that both Mikes hate figures out the portal is still working and they go through and meet each other mm-hmm. and then try to like destroy the portal so the Mikes can't get back. I think that's the original plan, but they end up falling in love. Oh. And oh. they go out to dinner and Wait, what about have Celia? a nice candle at dinner. Randall doesn't date Celia. No, but Mike does. Yeah, that's not what oh, you're saying. About, oh, sorry, you're the saying the... right now. Okay, gotcha. And I'm saying they meet each other and they, they fall in love and they get away to an island vacation. Okay. And we never see them again. I mean, I think that the idea was that Randall got killed in the last in Monsters Inc. So. I, I do think he died at the end of the movie. <laughs> like, what happened to him at the end of the movie? He he, he goes to Earth. No, he goes to Earth. Uh, he oh, gets that's like right. locked he ends in up a with door. The hillbillies. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he gets locked up with like these like bayou or like some sort of like like southern Ma, people. There's a gator in the trailer. Yeah, there's again. a gator in the trailer, <laughs> and right. and she comes oh, and beats him with a shovel. Yeah, you just yeah. hear him. Yeah, you, know, you just hear the wax before it fades out, and then it fades. Well, it's like cuts out. Yeah. So he got beat to death with a shovel. Let's be honest. Well, at the very least, he got trapped in the human world. Yeah, getting beat. By a, a woman with a shovel. I don't know if he got killed. Well, maybe, they, they maybe assume not. he's a gator. Because you just said they could take so much blunt force trauma. That's, That's true. true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Maybe he finds he, like he is also undercover in this same like he hurt like he found out somehow that humanity was trying to make contact with the monster world somehow that like reached him that they were trying to do that and so he's been undercover in the human world as like a scientist uh, for the portal. <laughs> people you know for that scientist research team helping Mm. them create a way for him to get back okay so he's he's working with the humans trying to get back but he's still undercover they don't know that he's a monster he's he's also just in it like maybe a lab coat (gasps) but they mike when he's getting toured of the the underground facility that they made this portal in or like he's walking around the offices he sees a portrait of randall very clearly just in a suit (laughs) And Mike like jaws drop and then is like, um, so who's who's that? And then someone walks up and is like, Oh, you don't know? He's the main researcher. He figured out all this stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Randall didn't actually like figure it out. He just knows how it works from the monster side. Right. But right. he's like a genius in this world. And now Mike's like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now there's like intrigue and then now there's a villain. I'm so on board with this. So much. <laughs> Does Randall have an eye patch because his eye got beaten? So he's more villain. I think he has two eye patches. Two eye patches. Didn't you already no. make that joke in the in like two episodes ago? There's a good chance, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just like the idea of having two eye patches. I I think that what if he like is missing one of his arms? So instead of having what is it four arms? 
and two legs. He now has three arms and two legs. Does he have four arms? I, thought I, don't know I believe so. I I'm pretty sure like he a, has at least four arms. Maybe more. A scaly fish man. Salamander. Yeah. Salamander man. Um, um, yeah, I think he just looks... Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, he's got four, uh, four and four. But, like, how... How do we stop Randall? Or do we stop Randall? Is Randall actually the victim this entire time? Like, what's <laughs> what's the goal here for, does Mike, so Mike's there and it, it, maybe, you know, he as, as we mentioned, Mike has this like uh, uh, fealty toward like authority, right? So he's there to do his job of recording notes about humanity and investigating them. Except um, now he knows that Randall's there. And now he's torn between stopping Randall from getting back and cutting off his own access to his home and um, and just doing his job and keeping his keeping, you know, his keeping his head down. I think the the human Mike can kind of play into it, too, because if yeah, yeah. If the human Mike, if Sully figures out about the human Mike, human Mike describes what the plan was, what's going on. They head back to find the real Mike, all two of them. They, you know, team up with Boo. So, now so, there's... Wait. So Sully incapacitates human Mike, but then, like, yeah. through some sort of, like, you know, like, Ac- a ta- like entangled, you know, the scene entangled where, like, they, like, have this endearing, like, uh, like interrogation kind of thing. It's kind of like that. Is that kind of what you mean? Yes, but also... I've never seen that. Through movie. that... In- what? I've never it's seen Tangled. You've, oh, you've well, never, you've never seen the yeah, light. You don't get to, you don't, you don't get to be surprised at a movie I've never seen when y'all haven't seen any movies ever. Well, because you watch weird movies. I, yeah, I watch great movies like Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, Tusk. Okay. N- okay. Horns. <laughs> that that started. It started I, good, and then it just instantly bottomed out. Just, I don't feel totally at home in this world anymore. I'm, that I'm one's gonna, very good. You should watch that. Which one? one? I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Okay. It's on Netflix. My litmus test for if movies are going to be good or bad is whether or not they're one word titles. I'm just letting you know right <laughs> okay, so, so, so you don't like uh, Horns, Tusk, oh, Swiss but, Army Man. But that's mid- three that's words. That's three words. <laughs> Swiss Army Man 2. <laughs> but <laughs> Midsummer is very good. That's only a one That's only a, a one word story. Yeah. And it yeah, was I very guess. good. And I, would, I, I want to rewatch that movie. So... I'm picturing, yes, there is kind of this endearing interrogation scene, but also through that interrogation scene, at the same time that our real Mike, Mike Wazowski. Time out. Tangled is one word. Disney presents Tangled. (laughs) 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 Uh, Anyway. Yeah, Disney's Tangled. (laughs) Disney's Tangled. When uh, Mike Wazowski figures out that Randall is the head researcher trying to get back Mm -hmm. or maybe trying to influence the humans to attack the monster world oh revenge right? oh that's good that's good yeah then at the same time mike wazowski is figuring that sully is figuring out through interrogating mike stromboli strombo mike stromboli mike stromboli okay <laughs> uh that Wait, can uh, it be mike verkowski yep actually so in the french <laughs> in the french redub of the movie um he was named uh robert bob Robowski. Oh, Robowski? Mike mm-hmm. Robowski? Can it please oh, be yeah. Mike Robowski? It's Mike Robowski. Yes. Mike Robowski, uh, by getting interrogated, Sully's able to put together the pieces as well that Randall's on the other side. So then Sully figures it out at the same time Mike Wazowski figures it out. And now Sully has to get back not only to stop Randall, but also to get Mike back. Sully explains to Mike Robowski that you've got a monster working for your like government and he's not a good guy. Mike Robowski flips out because he's like, oh, shoot, we have to go fix this. They all head back on a daring mission to get Mike back, to stop 
Randall and to set things right. Okay, I'm legit so on board with this right now. <laughs> like, I really want this. It's funny because it's it's like we've we've already decided that for some reason the humans can't tell when it's just a monster in a suit. Right, so right. It's, it's like they got to go get Sully a suit from like the big and tall store. Yes. Or like <laughs> so you got shenanigans going on there, and then they still have to end up like cutting Sully's sleeves off. Yeah. So. Everyone in the human world just thinks he's like a bag yeah. who cuts his like <laughs> s- sleeves off. Who's this tool who cuts the sleeves yeah. off of his suit? Uh, <laughs> Wait, what if in, what if they can't find a suit? So he has to wear like bodybuilder stuff. So he like he like CrossFit. Oh. He does. He wears something from like CrossFit. <laughs> Has a bandana on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so my other tie-in that I'd like to present to you guys is when Sully and Mike Grabowski go back to hide out for a little bit while they're trying to find Mike because maybe Mike also maybe it's Mike Wazowski it's a it's a have you seen uh the movie big with um, um, no Tom Hanks with yeah yeah where he's like a kid who wishes to be a grown-up and then he becomes a grown-up and everyone thinks he's a grown-up but he still acts like a kid yeah so it's a big situation where like Mike Wazowski uh like some of the office girls think he's really handsome yeah. and like invites him over to dinner and like the girl's totally hitting on him and wants to like uh sleep with him and then mike's like no or, no or just like kiss him or just kiss him well in, uh, in well, the in, movie big in big, in big the the girl invites him over to like have dinner and also do the deed and then the kid who's now adult tom hanks is just like oh this is like uh, uh like a bunk bed <laughs> and, like he just sleeps on the top bunk yeah. and the girl's like why aren't we sleeping together and the kid's like you get bottom bunk i call top bunk like <laughs> <laughs> tom hanks is on the top bunk and his <laughs> his uh co-star actress is on the bottom bunk and you tell she's like confused out of her mind yeah. And he's like yeah this is awesome yeah. <laughs> Can it be an on-the-nose reference to that, where it's like, oh, one hundred percent. There's like a picture of Tom Hanks in the background, and yes. there's and it's a bunk bed, it, and it's Mike well, Wazowski's and a, introduction a poster, to a bunk, bunk bed. There's a poster for the movie Big in the background. Uh, oh yeah. yes, you just um, put um, you put a Woody doll in the background. Yep. Oh, that's perfect. Then yeah. it's all in universe. Um, but anyway, so so where that situation's kind of happening, which is why when Rabowski and Sully go back to the government building, they can't find Mike mm-hmm. because Mike's home with someone else so then they decide to wait till the next day to try to find him they go back to Rabowski's house with sully so that he can hang out and not get caught or whatever um and we find out that boo is Rabowski's daughter what oh, what what, what? look you got both of us what because <laughs> <laughs> then sully walks in and boo sees sully and is like kitty what are you doing here and Rabowski's like what the frick do you mean <laughs> What are you talking about? Like this is no, no. This is my coworker yeah. uh, Sullivan. Yeah. This is my coworker Sullivan. He's just visiting for dinner, and then Boo's like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so Boo's like, like fifteen or or like thirteen or something yeah. at this point. Yeah. And so, but why would the dad, like, why would the dad be interested in the monster world except because of the stories that her that his daughter had told? for so long like well I, I wonder if it's something like like he's he's checking like doing doing the dad thing checking on his daughter and one night just like catches a tail slipping back through the through the closet door and that's what sparks his interest and thinks he's crazy yeah 
I didn't see that. I need to stop drinking coffee past yeah, eight. What is going on? <laughs> but, Way but too then, much caffeine today. But then, like, maybe he, like, starts to investigate it. And he's, he's like, a scientist. We've established this. But so he starts mm-hmm. to investigate it. And he keeps, like, and he assembles, uh, like, a pile of research of multiple, like, reported sightings of these, like, creatures. And, and maybe he even, like, assembles some kind of, like, totally inaccurate, like, ver- like picture of Sully, like, from the reports <laughs> of sightings and stuff. And it's, he's like... like a- it's like Randall like a... and it's solely and it's like 10 other like monster pieces put together. Yeah. He's a he's like a conspiracy theorist, yeah. but he works at a place that, you know, Randall's influencing this research into the monster world, so he's like confirmed in his conspiracy theories. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cuz Randall's like, "Oh yeah, that's totally a thing." Yeah. For sure, yeah. dude. They all have thousands of claws and eat people on sight. Yeah. They got scales and big eyes and fur yeah. and claws. And then he he goes Rabowski goes back to the monster realm and it is Mike's girlfriend named Celia. Celia. Yeah. Celia takes him out to sushi. <laughs> He's just like, wait, what? <laughs> She's super chill. Hey, babe, how's it going? Yeah. Uh, great. Um, fellow <laughs> monster. Uh, you're, uh, Looking attractive. Well, it's one of those things like is somebody will hit me like, hello, fellow human. She's like, yeah, what's up, dude? <laughs> like, nobody would bat an eye. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay, I <laughs> love this. Hello, fellow human. What? So, hi, Todd. Uh, what's the climax of of the movie? Like, because you know, Monsters Inc. had the climax of the the duel in the the doors, and oh, it's so cool. Though. Yeah. So, like, what's the climax of this movie? Well, there has to be some kind of like bad thing happens that it seems like they can't recover from, right? Like, that's that's the key to getting to the ultimate moment, the showdown or whatever. So I'm imagining, what if Randall, what if before Sully and Robert, uh, uh, Rob- Robowski, um, I mean, Mike, Mike Robowski and Sully, uh, what if they find Mike um, at, uh, it doesn't really matter. They, they eventually find him. And before they go see Boo, before they go back to Mike Robowski's house, what if, um, what if Randall like goes through the portal and destroys it as he goes through it, cutting off their access to the monster world. Uh. And in so so uh, Randall makes it back, and then they have no way to get back. It, I mean, it's a little too similar to uh, to uh, Monsters Inc. In that like that kind of happens, like they they're stuck somewhere with no way back, like with the yeah. abominable snowman. So maybe not. That might be a little Want bit a too. Snow cones? You got a lemon. I think maybe what what happens is they they get all reunited uh they go back to the uh the government building maybe in the middle of the night to try to like sneak in sure uh randall maybe has noticed that this dude's just wearing a suit like he's seen the videotapes he's seen the security feed that mike's here um he knows they're probably going to come back to try to escape back through the portal so he meets them late Sorry, I just thought of something with what you were just <laughs> okay. saying. Uh, uh, okay, I'm gonna finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, go for they, it. they meet him late one night. Um, he like confronts them at the portal, and you know, there's like a a, sta- a stand stare down Mexican standoff, mm-hmm. um, and where maybe like Randall takes off his suit, and then Rabowski's like, oh, "No, he is a monster," <laughs> and then all this stuff. Uh, but then what happens is in kind of the ensuing fight. Like, because Randall's just trying to, like, keep him from going through the portal, doesn't want to destroy his research, his way to get back, right? He just kind of wants to, maybe he calls in the the guards, and they're, like, fighting the monsters as well with, like, these, you know, shock batons, and uh, 
uh, Rabowski's trying to like tell them what you know who's who. It was just a cacophony of stuff, and then Randall gets thrown into the control panel of the uh, portal, and the polarities switch, and like maybe it's warping reality and starting to suck both realms into each other. Mm, Spider-Man into um, the Spider-Verse classic. Kind of. Yep, yep. Yeah, and then... Um, My favorite Spider-Man movie, by the way. What what happens is Randall, uh, in, in you know pure Disney, no villain ever gets killed by the hero on screen fashion, he gets <laughs> sucked into the reverse polarity. Oh. Uh, he goes through the portal, but now you know all the other people are trying to switch it off, save whatever's happening. You know, maybe Rabowski has just enough research into the monster realm to know the theories and maybe know some of the research. Maybe he was the one that actually built it, whereas Randall just like you know took all the credit for it. Mm. So he's actually able to fix it. Um, you know, sends him through, or maybe Sully and Mike are getting sucked through, and he's able to kind of last second reverse the polarity. They get sucked through, but they get shot out into the monster world again just as the portal kind of collapses in on itself from the, the switch and, you know, it's cut off from either side. They can't come back, but at least everyone's good. And then we find out that uh, Randall uh, actually just got sent to the Himalayas again. Okay. Here's, here's... welcome to the Himalayas. <laughs> here's an alternative. I, I love where you're going with that. I do think as a look, kind of like what I was saying before uh, with what I, re- I was reflecting on my own comments, you know, like there are some similarities with monsters Inc. Uh, in that, um, like they can't get back, like like it's like this kind of like sad um, departure from like boo and stuff. But okay, so uh, so that's option A. Option B that uh, that I'd like to present is what if they are headed like they meet up with Mike and and Boo as well, uh, and all all four of them are headed back to the laboratory to make their way um, to like shut it down and to make their way back into uh, the the monster world. When they get there, though. It's uh, they they see that all commotion has broken loose in the uh, and maybe this has been revealed to us as the audience in snippets throughout the the movie so we know what's coming but the the characters don't. Um, Randall got like you were saying, Riley, the security footage of uh of Mike Rabowski and Sully who at the time wasn't in any kind of disguise coming through the portal late at night and took that video evidence to like a military person like like mm. a military group and now he's assembling an army to go march on into uh the monster world and so oh, like they're all yeah. preparing to go into the monster world because and do this it's a code 2319 monster invasion yeah 2319 <laughs> we got a 2319 <laughs> and then you also have some big government official yelling that as well so then there's parallels there, there oh too. absolutely so, like, I'm imagining Ridiculous. what hap- what ends up happening is this military does make its way into the monster world, but then, um, and and, and the, like the and the, and you know Mike and Sully and and other Mike and and uh, Boo can't get back into the portal. It's like too heavily guarded, so they have to find an open door. So you you know still using that mechanic. Um, on some level, they find they they like in some way they get through an open door, make their way into the monster world where they um where they confront Randall with his army and they reveal him like you were saying and like it's this big like revealing moment that Randall was the bad guy and the humans are all like oh, what you're Gasp. wait what who's the bad guy here are we the bad guys what what are, who's anyway um, manifest destiny <laughs> are we the bad guys <laughs> are we the are we the baddies right now. <laughs> 
and um, I'd like I'd like it to somehow culminate in um, what ends up happening is uh, that this is for whatever reason like been documented like maybe there's like a news team there and so this is like the the monster world is made public to the human world and at the end of the film we see that like they set up like it's basically uh like two countries like like you can like tour like there's like tourism branches of government and stuff where like humans can go to the monster world and monsters can go to the human world and it's like it's like a peaceful um relationship between two different governments oh that's cute that's what i that's my that's my pitch so are they still using the closet door um oh that's a good question if they do that then they don't really need to and i do well the closet doors are only one way they're from the monster side into the human world well that's how they get back to the right so they they would have to (laughs) they would have to jump into some random person's house and then as a monster's coming out to make a kid laugh they just sneak past the monster (laughs) (laughs) yeah hi bob hi billy (laughs) how's it going billy sully what are you doing here No time. Need to use your door. No, I'm, I'm going. I'm moving. Yeah. Get out of the way. Um, and then at the very, very end credit scene, we find out that the government facil- facility that they were using the whole time was Area 51. And that's actually what's at Area 51. <gasps> yes. Okay. So maybe not. Maybe it's not publicized and it's not like there's like this like tourism, but maybe that at least, you know, the two governments do end up working together peacefully. And that's what Area 51 is, is like the uh, the meeting place of the two worlds and like that's mm, where they mm-hmm. like no aliens, talk to each other and, and like do work together and like research like portal technology to see where else can we go and like that would lead up to uh the possibility of yet another monsters inc movie also I- i'd like to say that the portals it's not just like portals it's specifically like some modification to the door technology like that's how yeah. it works the door is a one-way mirror, and then the portals are uh, a window. Yep, that's how that works. <laughs> I, I was thinking it would be like something that you like attach to the door that like changes, just like modifies how the door works. But mm, it's kind of like those things they sell on Amazon, where you can like you put it up to a peephole and it like reverses the magnification, so you can look backwards through the peephole. I feel it, like those should be illegal. Yeah, they they are. I feel like I they think. should be double illegal. I don't know. They're they're not good. Super mega illegal. Um, but it's kind of like this. You you pop it on a door, and mm-hmm. if it's a uh, a you know monster door. It reverses the polarity, and you can look back through it. So I love this movie. We have Monsters University. Mm-hmm. We have Monsters Inc. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, Monsters Trap. Monster Trap. Monsters <laughs> Parent I was like, Trap. Monster Inc. Too. Mon- <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Monsters. Uh, uh, Monster Dimensions. World. Monster, Monster World. Monster, world. Uh, Monster Hunter. <laughs> Monster Hunter World. Monster World Hunters. Monster World Hunters. Yes. Because <laughs> no. they're hunting. They're hunting for other worlds. They're Monster. What world have, hunters what have we done <laughs> what have we done uh, something um, wonderful so also do we change anything about mike because we just changed we kind of made a new movie yeah. which i'm okay with do we change anything about mike at all because kind of some of the movie relies on the fact that we use the original mike <laughs> I wonder where the glasses. We could often. talk about Mike Grabowski. We've been talking about Mike Grabowski, I mean, but I mean, I, like, I, what he looks like. I think that personality-wise, they're like the same. Like we kind of said oh, before, yeah. they're both basically just Billy Crystal, Mike Wazowski, but just just rounder. Uh, yeah, I'd like um, it to be this like uh, a bit overweight guy that's really yep. awkward and nervous, and um, he what something green. He's got to have some something green it doesn't have to be a huge just but like wears a green shirt or like green pants easy green uh green tie 
He has green glasses. Ooh, I, I kind of like green tie and green glasses. Like, those accent his outfit. He has an eye patch, so he has one eye. <laughs> I'm oh, just kidding. I actually like that. He has a big I, tattoo I really of an like eye on his, dump, on his belly. What? He has a big tattoo of an eye on his belly. <laughs> I kind of uh, like the eye patch idea. I kind of like that. Saw a man on a block in the middle of a city with a... Stop. This isn't Toby Mac. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wears uh, Converse. And he's also a super cool dad because he's Boo's dad, right? So yeah, yeah. but he's a single dad. Yeah, maybe yeah. he and Celia actually, maybe maybe you know, normal Mike Wazowski and Celia like broken off like a couple of years prior, Uh-oh. and and now, uh, but they were like gonna like like they're still friends, but they like aren't dating anymore, and uh, so and maybe Mike Wazowski, actual Mike, um, had plans to just like meet up with his friend Celia and Mike Rabowski is now in his place. So he, he's the one that meets up with Celia. And what if they hit it off? <laughs> it's And it's the exact reverse. Mike Grabowski lost his wife. He's a single dad. And, uh, you know, he was maybe interested in one of the people that worked at Area 51. But he didn't know how to, like, broach the situation or ask her out. And then Mike Wazowski, they just go out on a date. And then when Mike Grabowski comes back, they're like, oh, nice date. Like, you want to have a second date? And Mike's like, what? I love man, that. Huh? And maybe Rob, uh, Mike Robowski helps to, like, uh, reconcile the breakup that happened between Mike Wazowski and Celia. Well, yeah, and it's perfect, too, because Mike Robowski has been married. He understands what commitment is like. And maybe that's all Celia wants from Mike. Wazowski is like some commitment and that's why that repairs that relationship but Mike Wazowski is really good at dating yeah and so he like sets up this date and boom or maybe not like really good at dating as much as like uh, luckily stumbles over his words and ends up in uh what would be good for Mike Wazowski yeah I wonder what that's like to be really good at dating yeah I don't know yeah, we can't really you're create married. a character that's good at that. <laughs> I know. I'm... You were apparently very good at it at one point. <laughs> well, she took pity on me. Oh, fair enough. And said, yes, I'm Must not good nice. at dating. I'm so bad that people take pity on me. All right. I'm I'm digging all of this. I'm trying to think of anything else to like change or add. And I'm like, well, we could like maybe change a little bit about Mike Wazowski's like growing up or something or maybe something from the movies. But like. Honestly, I I just love this addition onto his character and like how it could help to uh, reconcile relationships like with him and Celia and Robowski and this like uh, this love interest. And um, yeah, no, I just really I, I really like it. Nothing too over the top. Nothing crazy. Other than, you know, Randall and his army attacking the monster world. But, like, whatever. <laughs> they they hey, sorted out. We didn't ruin out. this character, at least. They sorted out. Area 51 gets established. And that's the, the, the trade, uh, like, the, the embassy for the monsters is Area 51. Oh, it's like the... Oh. Okay. okay. Get your pa- passport stamped and get your complimentary suit and tie and dresses. Yep. Yeah. If you get in legal trouble, you can go back to Area 51 and they'll ship you back for free. Yeah, it's a it's an asylum. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the humans decide that revealing monsters would be too much for humanity. And so they keep it a secret, but they allow the monsters to come visit just like Men like in Black. What? Okay. Oh, 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 and this is the start of Men in Black, <laughs> but for monsters. Men in Black. 
Monsters uh, uh, like his aliens, though. These, these uh, are, I think it would be funny if it was like an on-the-nose reference to Men in Black, but not actually mm. like claiming. We of, we've, we've used a lot of other movies for this new movie. <laughs> for references. <laughs> Tons of references. And and then and then I don't I had a good thought and then it got swept up in Men in Black and I can't think of what my <laughs> thought was. Which um, is your favorite Men in Black movie? The only good one, the first one. Uh, any of them that have Tommy Lee Jones in them. The only good one is the first one. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones is pretty funny. I like Tommy Lee Jones. I mean, I like Josh Brolin though. He's fun sometimes. Yeah, all right, but the only good one's the first one. Okay. I haven't seen the new one. I'm not arguing with you. I've heard it's different. I'm not arguing with you. I think we need to argue about this. No. How about Mm-mm. we don't? <laughs> oh, I remember my thought. There it is. That's then why there are a ton of conspiracy theories about people in government being lizard people because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <gasps> yes. they think that they're because, monsters. Because Randall was a lizard people. Because Randall is a lizard person. And like that was, like gets out. Like that, no, like... he's still alive, just in the Himalayas. Rest in peace, my boy. Welcome to the Himalayas! Wait, so did, like, so how did that happen exactly? Like, there's this confrontation between the monsters and uh, and then Randall's army and then Sully and Mike Wazowski come in and have to defuse the situation and, and what happens? Like, and Sully punches him so hard that he flies to the himalayas <laughs> like the hulk but better no i kind of i kind of think that the the conflict isn't necessarily that the the army invades the monster world i don't okay. i don't think that's what it is i think that they're about to okay like about to send in a strike team or something like that and then it's the situation that plays out where you know all the confrontation of Re- Rabowski reveals randall like that's the only yes. way that the humans would trust that randall is actually a monster is if a, a, a is if a human revealed that that person was a monster yes by, by doing what just like pulling his shirt off what does that look like um yeah <laughs> yeah he randall has an, a weird affinity for humanity's uh tearaway pants yes <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Tearaway, uh, or maybe his his costume got lazy over the years, and instead of wearing a full suit, he wears those t-shirts that have the suit print on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Randall's costume is a tearaway suit, and then he put on a uh, a mustache, like a stick-on mustache for a show as well. Yes. And, and then he just rips off. off the mustache. I, I can imagine I like, this comedic <laughs> scene where, like, you know, it's all of them trying to reveal Randall in, like, this, this fury of and this commotion, and so, like... Like Mike grabs two of Randall's legs and like to like hold him in place, and Sully like pins his arms back, and then Rob uh, Rabowski takes the mustache and the shirt off in like one fell swoop, and just like reveals Randall as a monster. See, I was thinking it was more like uh, Randall's wearing glasses, and that's why the humans can't tell whether he's a human or not. It's <laughs> oh, it's like glasses. Superman, like Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so he's he's doing his best to convince them with his words, but it's not working. And as he's walking over to Randall, he trips on his own shoelaces, bumps into Randall, and Randall's glasses fall off. Yeah, and that's what everyone's like. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! Can it be like a full on like like not just like glasses, but like one of those like Groucho Marx masks? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. 100%. And that falls off. That falls off, and it's like, <gasps> it was like, no. It does this it, whole time. I picture this comedic like the the strike team is like standing in a row, and it's these super buff like SWAT soldiers. And as soon as the mask falls off, like one of them on the right gasps. The one in the middle, like, puts his hand over his mouth, and the third one, like, is just standing there, and he, like, his magazines drop out of his guns. <laughs> like, uh. I, think, I think one of them has to faint, too. Yeah, and then the fourth <laughs> one just, uh, and faints. Down. In true in true Pixar Disney fashion. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love oh this. Oh my gosh. All right. Anyway, hey, thanks for joining us for this episode of Popular Apocrypha. Um, if you want to hear more of us or see more of us or anything like that, you can go check us out on the social medias over at Twitter and Instagram at P-O-P-A-P-O-C podcast. Uh, you can also check us out on our website at popapoc.com. And if you want to hear more of what we do or if you want to just uh, kick a little our way, you can uh, head over to our Patreon. That's P-R-A-T-R-E-O-N. Yep, that's right. Dot com forward slash P-O-P-A-P-O-C. Uh, over there, we've got a, a bunch of uh, cool stuff, um, a poster, some uh, neat little mini episodes. And as a, as a thank you for some of our donors and our supporters, we've got the uh, appendices episodes where we cover things that we can't cover or choose not to cover here on these episodes. Um, we would love if you went and checked those out. Uh, if you have better ideas for um, the characters that we do or just ideas for more characters you'd like to hear, please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear some feedback from you. I, um, I would love it if everyone that listens to this episode would uh, tweet or or tag Instagram uh, on Instagram, ta- tag Disney or at yep. Disney um, and use the hashtag uh, Monster World Hunters um, and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, so that they could know about this movie pitch. Yeah, and that they can pay us for the rights to their own movie. I mean, that's kind of how writers work, right? Like, Mm, are, no, do you think writers it. should not be paid? Is that what you're saying, yeah, Nick? That's what I'm saying right now. Yeah, do you think that, that the Screenwriters should... Guild should just be demolished? Well, Tyler, what I'm trying to tell you is that I'm going to stop paying you for these scripts you keep sending me. Wait, you were paying me? <laughs> Wait, you're not getting the money. Riley? Hey, arbitrary change. Let's do it. Um, Go, Riley. Now. Is it my turn? <laughs> uh, so my arbitrary change is that um, when Mike Wazowski goes out on a date with the uh, office uh, person that Rabowski is interested in, uh-huh. um, they go get ice cream, and Mike is worried that it's poison, um, even though there's very much ice cream in the monster world, but he doesn't know what human ice cream is going to taste like. I don't even know if what monster ice cream is made out of, because it's not cow milk. I don't know. Um, but it's really good, and maybe he brings a pint back with him when he goes through the portal. Water. It's just water. Frozen water. Just, oh, it's sorbet? <laughs> Or otherwise known as ice. Oh, that's my arbitrary change. Oh, sweet. They get okay. snow cones. Cool. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Tyler? I, I want to make sure that we, yeah, for my arbitrary change, I want to make sure that we keep this movie possible for like a PG audience. So rather mm-hmm. than like mm-hmm. an like an army with like guns and stuff, it's like net launchers and like stun sticks and like uh-huh, stuff perfect. like that. That's like not going to cause uh, irreparable harm or damage to any creature. That way we can still show this movie to a PG audience. Right. Um, okay. In the scene where Sully knocks out Rabowski, um, I think what's got to happen is um, it's totally an accident. And Sully just goes for like, uh, he, he he walks out of his room and goes, hey, you want to wrestle? And he goes and he tackles uh, Mike, who, who he thinks is Mike, uh, knowing that the force that he hits him with shouldn't be that bad. But Rabowski definitely can't take the hit. Cool. Alrighty. Hey, we did it, guys. Uh, 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 I'm going to go meet up with Randall and go to the Monster World. You'll never catch me alive. I'm going to the Himalayas. Eroginous. Wait, he's That's Moses? Not it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He and the Ten oh. Commandments scared children for a while. <laughs>